0: Everybody, if you feel like you are dealing with chronic stress, frustration, anger, or disappointment, then today's lesson is going to be very important for you. My name is Ty Hicks. I'm founder of mentalhealthcoaching.com. I was suicidal uh, and depressed for a number of years, and uh, therapy medication and traditional coping mechanisms didn't work super great for me, but I learned how to train my brain using a series of different strategies. And now it's my pleasure and privilege to help other people learn how to reclaim the mental health that they really deserve to have. um, Because you really do deserve to live depression and anxiety for you. You just need to know the right processes to make that happen. So today I want to share a quick little story from a session that I had recently with a client. And I've actually noticed that this pattern has been popping up in many different cases. And it's something I've just noticed over the years. And I think that it may be something that's relevant for you. And um, essentially, what I realized was I was working with a gentleman, and he had gotten to a point in his life where he had felt that he could not continue in his marriage. And he was um, essentially just having all of these thoughts about divorce and separation, and he essentially made the decision that he needed to physically separate from his wife. And so he went and ended up staying for a period of time um, at his parents' And while he was at his parents, away from his wife, he then started to notice that he was starting to miss her, and that, you know, after all, it didn't really seem like he did want to end the relationship, but he couldn't shake these thoughts that were running through his head of incompatibility. He was just having these consistent stories going through his head that they were not right for each other, and it wasn't going to work, and there was just no way to make it happen. And so... At the first glance, it seemed that what I really had to help him learn how to work on was marriage issues. And as I started to peel back the layers of his situation, come to find out, prior to them separating, he had gone through a really big upheaval in his career. So he was a relatively young man, mid-30s, you know, late 30s, I think, mid to late 30s, and he had been on a particular career path he was trying to make something of himself he had sort of gone back to school trying to learn a new set of skills and the path just ended up not being as easy as he thought it was it was uh, incredibly challenging and he was faced with a lot of difficulty and uh, you know he failed some classes and just that path seemed essentially untenable you know it really did not meet his expectations He had a really tough time making things happen going forward in that particular path. And he started to really, really lose his sense of self-esteem. He was not feeling good about himself. And that's when I realized that even though he had been fixating the majority of his mental energy on his marriage and his wife, and his mind had started to continue to populate itself with thoughts about unmet expectations in the romantic relationship, that that was actually not the real issue. The real issue was he was not feeling a sense of self-esteem, a sense of confidence, a sense that he could actually pursue a meaningful purpose in his life. He no longer was essentially believing in himself. He had created a situation unknowingly where his relationship with himself was highly damaged. And when we do not feel good about ourselves, it's very common for us to transpose that onto a relationship. And we believe that the relationship is the cause of the problem. Now, sometimes there are definitely relationship problems that need to get dealt with. But what I've found is that whenever there are self-esteem issues and there are also relationship challenges, nine times out of ten, if we repair the self-esteem issues the relationship issues tend to evaporate. Now, why might that be? Well, part of the reason is that we filter everything we experience in our life through the emotional state that we are in. To say that differently, the emotional state that we are in is going to determine the beliefs that we create about the life around us. So, for example, if I am in an anxious, fearful, stressed-out state for whatever reason that might be, I am then going to take everything that my partner says and does and doesn't say and doesn't do, and it's think of it as it getting filtered through the emotional state that I am experiencing. So think of it maybe like a pair of glasses. So if I'm angry all the time, now I've got a red pair of glasses on, so I'm angry because there's unmet expectations in one area of my life. And now, all of a sudden, somebody else's behavior gets filtered through those red lenses. So now everything they say or do is getting framed as something that might be upsetting, right? And it could just jar me that much more. And so we end up confusing what triggers us, right? For what is actually the source of our pain, right? The external trigger, the thing that we bump into is not the source of the pain. Just like if I had an open wound, let's say I had an open wound on my arm and somebody comes along and barely, barely touches it, right? It would be easy to believe that they are the ones responsible for all of the pain that I'm experiencing because they bumped into the open wound, but that's not really what happened. They barely bumped into me. They had no intention to hurt me potentially, but because the wound was open, I was highly sensitive. Whereas, if somebody came along and I had no open wound and they kind of tapped me on the wrist like that, they may, that may not even hurt me even though they're exerting more force. So if, if I have a high degree of self-esteem within myself and somebody comes along and is actually being rude or they have a bad day and they say something hurtful to me, it may not really get under my skin because I don't have an open wound. My self-esteem is really secure and high. So I don't really have to wait and, you know, ensure that the outside world revolves around my expectations. So what was amazing is the more that we helped this gentleman create a new path for his career, because particularly for a man, not having a clear path of like a meaningful, purposeful career can a lot of men equate that with their sense of identity and their sense of manhood and everything. So, he essentially had felt like he had nothing to offer his wife or a family or anything like that. And so our mind will come up with a story of incompatibility with our partner when we feel like we are not good enough, right? And men and women tend to experience that a little differently, but the core pattern will be generally the same. So what's interesting is we focused very little on the relationship. I focused 80% of my time on just helping him Reclaim his sense of self-esteem, his sense of confidence, creating new compelling vision of the future that he really wanted to create for himself, finding new adaptable ways to create, uh, actually make that happen. And the more he started to trust his own abilities, the more secure he started feeling in his own skin around other people, especially his wife. And so as his sense of self-esteem returned, he was able to interact with her in a totally different way. And the relationship is now flourishing, doing quite well. So what I wanted, the reason I wanted to share this with you is I wanted you to be able to help differentiate between the trigger and the actual source of your problem. I also want you to be able to kind of take a step back and think to yourself, is what I have been spending the majority of my mental energy fixating on truly the source of my pain, or is there some other majorly unmet expectation that needs to get handled in my life and maybe i'm just you know creating a story where i'm creating a belief about this particular thing i'm fixating on just because i'm in a stressed out state because of something else okay so remember state is what happens first and then stories are what happens second so we create stories or beliefs in our life based off of the state that we are in so we have to change the state that we are in and then the beliefs will follow Usually. So I hope this this is helpful. I'd really love to see in the comments section um, or in the reviews here, um, you know, what is it that you've been stressing out the most about and what do you think might the real problem be? And of course, if you are having difficulty figuring that out, we're always happy to help you. Uh, just go ahead and reach out to us at mentalhealthcoaching.com. But um, I hope that this helps you. It's helped a lot of my clients to kind of separate that and look at it in different ways. Um, I think this will be something that serves you well. Um, and let let us know in the comments how we can help you further. But I'm excited to uh, serve you in our next lesson. Talk to you guys soon. Bye.